Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Mean Old Lion Media, where black and brown voices truly matter. What's going on, everybody? It's your girl, Sheree Nicole. Welcome to another episode of Just a Thought with Sheree Nicole, episode eight of season three, in fact. And I'm very excited to be coming to you guys today because it's been a couple weeks, all right? Admittedly, I took some holiday time off, so I haven't been able to tap in with you guys for a couple weeks, but I hope that you enjoyed your Thanksgiving holiday. You spent some time with friends and family and really felt the love and also got some rest. The holidays are a great time to rest and restore and I'm rested and restored and I'm revived and I'm excited and energized to bring you guys an interview that I recently did with gospel sensation Todd Delaney and a good friend of his who also happens to be a World Series champ. Yeah, he won the World Series with the Houston Astros this season. Nico Goodrum. Now, I just got to tell you guys, this was a powerful interaction that I had with the two of them. We talked about a myriad of topics, and I initially did this interview in part for the Willie Moore Jr. Show, which is a show I co-host five days a week, nationally syndicated, shameless plug there. But I wanted to share the full-length interview with you guys. The Willie Moore Jr. fans only got five minutes. I'm giving you way more than that because we really dug deep. And I think that it would be a benefit to you to hear this conversation. If you are a black father, in particular, if you have a black father, if you know somebody that's a black father, this is for you. All right. If you're a former athlete, this is for you. If you are a man who is in search from a spiritual standpoint where you're really seeking God for some things or you don't even really believe in God, perhaps. And you're struggling spiritually. You may not have a a spiritual practice or connection with a higher power. This is also a great conversation for you, all right? So sit back, relax. If you're driving in your car, put your seatbelt on, tap in with me. I'm so excited to share this interview with you. Here's Todd Delaney and Nico Goodrum. Look, now Todd is coming in on my intro. That's... (laughs) Just like some Chicago people <laughs> coming in on my intro. Todd Delaney. Three <laughs> what up, <laughs> This man is crazy. I, before we even started going, we've been laughing. So just no. excuse us. We're in here just being bananas. And uh, I have to say, World World Series yeah, champ. You. I appreciate Nico that. Goodrum. This is yeah. what an honor it is to have you here as well. It's a blessing. What's no, going on, like y'all? Like yeah, we got the man in the house. Who, who, how many World Series rings you got? Um, me either. Nothing. You hit me. I don't got a ring of any sort unless I go to Forever Twenty One and just oh, grab a little cheap that one. That ring is on when the way. Hot about shop. Where that man at? I've been telling the saints to pray. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, and put that oil on yes, that. Yes. We need it to happen. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, let me be serious. I want to talk about how this friendship yeah. came mm-hmm. to be because I know Todd used to play. He's not that good no more, but he used to play <laughs> some time ago. Yes. So the Lord called him into a different space. But how did you guys' friendship come about? Oh, you want you want to go? 
I'll go. Uh, you go. You start. All right, I'll start. Yeah. <laughs> so we had a mutual friend named Matt Boyd, mm-hmm. right? And so Ty had a concert in, it's Orla- Orlando, in Orlando. Yeah. And uh, we're in spring training at this time. And so uh, Boyd, you know, some of his closest friends, he's like, hey, uh, I'm going to this concert. It's a friend of mine named Ty. He's amazing gospel artist do y'all want to to come out because boy was gonna matthew was gonna um speak at it mm-hmm. and we was like yeah for sure like we're gonna come support and it turns out this is my first gospel concert i didn't know it got down like this <laughs> i'm saying hey i'm in there like oh all right and so, jesus is here yeah and so i'm in there like okay i'm glad i did come and so that's when um first met uh first met todd and from yeah. there um, you know, we spoke, you know, it's the first time meeting someone, but then we just built our own mm-hmm. friendship from there. Um, and it started on Instagram, you know, just, you know, he may post something that's, that's dope or this and that. And it just became, I don't even know how, Yeah, I don't know. I really don't I, even um, know how that even I played remember, out like that. I remember at the end of that concert, <clears throat> we called them to the front and we prayed with, mm-hmm. for the team. I mean, we just, and at our concerts, it's random that we may do something like that on a certain mm-hmm. night. A lot of times we don't, but we did that night. Felt led to cover them in prayer. Um, and Nico, you know, I've been kind of following his career ever since, wow. just watching him move around and seeing his ability to play the game. And um, and then not only that, he would give instruction to my son via Instagram, just mm-hmm. tell him, "Hey, do this, do that." And um, I thought that was really cool. And so now I get a chance to really be around him. Um, he's funny. You know what I mean? He acts like uh, I, I would say like me, the, the the me that people don't get a chance to see. <laughs> this ain't churchy me, but Let we me get to tell a y'all something. <laughs> Todd is one of the dopest human beings yeah. on planet Earth. Yeah, so I love it. I, I love his personality, and I believe I, even I think everybody that's listening, we got somebody to root for in Major League Baseball mm. now. Nico Goodrum is somebody we should be pulling for in our community. I love it. So you, you mentioned your son, Todd. I, I'm, you know, I'm obsessed with the with the practice videos y'all do. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you haven't been coming up in my timeline lately. Uh, see, I rebuke Facebook, that because yeah. I enjoy. Yeah, I, you know, as a former athlete, I enjoy mm-hmm. seeing you train your son. But Nico, I must ask you: Do you think Todd takes things too far sometimes? As far as the lessons, yes. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say that, yeah, I got you real. I'm gonna say this. I'm he say is this. sitting right here, the but talk, go ahead. The the talk. Come on now. Yeah, I say about that top hand, and I'm just like, I don't know, is Ty really, is little Ty really able to take this right now? You know what I'm saying? Uh, but it reminds me of my dad. Mm. Now, my dad talked to me, and it makes you understand like how basically the world is. Like, no, we got work to do. We got to get this done. I need you to get it done expeditiously, mm-hmm. not when you kind of want to ah get to it. Uh, uh-uh. uh, we on a timeline. That's kind of how my dad was. So when I see that, I just go back to how me and my dad was in the cage and the things he was saying, wow. like, son, I didn't see it then when I was younger. Wow. But I see it now that, you know, what I'm doing, I'm like, love that. My daddy, like, so what he's doing is the same path. I love that. You yeah. know, Todd Jr. was supposed to be here today. <clears throat> I have never met him. I've now, never met your children. Now, That'd be so now, cool I'm, to meet I'm him. I'm going to say this because I want to say it and I want to say it publicly and I'm going to share this video with him. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to be here today. But he hasn't been doing well in school behavior-wise okay. and at home. And and my wife didn't want him to be here. She she said, Todd, I don't think we should give him anything mm. for the way he's been behaving. And so um, he woke up this morning and he said, Daddy, are we going to Atlanta? I said, mm. I'm, I'm going to Atlanta. 
And so Nico asked when I got here, he said, man, he can't come. I said, nah, he couldn't make it. So we're going to reschedule, but he missed the opportunity of a lifetime to work mm-hmm. out with a World Series champion. And, and I felt bad, but Nico said, you did the right thing. He said he's got to mm-hmm. be a a good man before anything. I feel good about that. Wow. You know what's interesting? Yeah. Things like that change your life. Yeah. I'm a, This video, mm-hmm. he better keep this video forever. Because mm-hmm. I, I think, I just, I feel like he missed a monumental moment today. Mm-hmm. But like you said, prayerfully, it really like shows him, say, hey, I missed something. I don't ever want to miss that again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like monumental moments. So, Nico, I'll come to you. I'll come to you right after Nico, Ty. A monumental moment that changed your life that you can recall. Mm-hmm. Oh, and we speaking on just career wise, or we just speaking in general. On life. I I'm, I don't believe in putting people in boxes. Okay, so let's bless somebody. Monumental. Today. I don't want to be cliche. cliche. Mm-hmm. Give my life to Christ. That's the first. Yeah, um, yeah. That's monumental. Never cliche. Hey, the the real one though. Mm-hmm. My daughter. His that, whole face, I know y'all can hey, see, but his whole face changed. I'm telling you. His whole face hey. just changed. <laughs> Listen, <clears throat> my fiance called me at 3 a.m. I'm in Cali. And the one thing we said, I hope I ain't on the West Coast mm. when it's time. 3 a.m., I don't pick up any phone phone calls. I, it's on vibrate. It's on the desk. I can't hear. I, I sleep hard. For some reason, I, I don't know. I, I woke up and I heard it. Yeah. It, yo, the water broke. Wow. Ooh. I say, what do I do? Ooh. I'm lost at this point. Like, so what I do? Because I don't know anything about parenthood as far as that. Like, yeah. she said, you get a flight. Okay. And so <laughs> I get there. Long story short, I'm watching the whole process and I'm scared. Mm. I'm terrified. I don't know what this is. Yeah. I don't know what this journey is. Yeah. I don't know how to do this. <laughs> I, I have parents, of course, but... The point of you, this is this is you know you guys' kid. Yeah, I was terrified in that room, but I couldn't show it, yeah. of course, right? Because she's looking at me, and it, so I'm I'm terrified. And she comes out, and I'm looking like, mm. my whole life is not the same mm. anymore. The things I used to do that oh, I don't want to go, I don't do it. I'm not doing it for me. I'm not doing anything for me anymore. The decisions I make, if I get upset, if I get mad. It's not for, I, oh, I want to go, ah. So I'm not living wow. for myself anymore. So that kind of, that moment changed. That's over yeah. where series. That's over getting yeah. drafted. Mm. My dreams that mm-hmm. I want to have and I wanted to do, that trumps. I love that. That trumps everything. Yeah. Seeing wow. her every day. <clears throat> yeah, I love that. So, wow. Um, that's it. I love that's it. What's your monument. daughter's name? Karina. Karina. Karina you, Marie. You changed your daddy's life, I Karina. Swear. He ain't never going to be the same. <laughs> nah. <laughs> We're talking about these kids today. Look, let me tell you something. Yeah. I love, this is the thing. It's important that people that are listening hear two black fathers. Yeah. Not only dote about their children, but really talk about how discipline works as well. Yeah. It's an important thing. There's a lot of stuff going on right now. And no shade to anybody. This gentle parenting thing, I don't, Come on. I, I don't understand Come it. On. If you understand it, that's fine. But I think it's important that people understand how important it is to rear your children in yeah. the right direction. So I applaud you both. And Todd, I got to come to you. Monumental moment for you. Uh, so I, I would say the moment that I made a decision not to pursue baseball anymore, um, but to believe what God was telling me about my future as mm-hmm. far as music ministry. That moment for me was the first time I ever 
w- believed God for myself. Mm. Like my parents had taught me how to believe God, but I never did it on my own and succeeded. So I didn't know. I was like, is this going to work? Like, I'm not, I mean, I'm, I was 23 years old. I still had a lot of baseball left yeah, in me. Yeah. You know, um, but, but God says, I have something for you to do that will impact the world. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> I'm like, but what if that don't? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But forget that guy said it. Yeah, we still, but, you still over here like, well, yeah, God. Yeah, like and, and, what happens? Yeah, if... I can't really see you. I can't see you. I don't. I mean, I believe. I think you, you talking I to me. I Think that's you. But but uh, that that moment changed my life because it taught me how to live by faith. I tell people that all the time. All it takes is one faith win, hmm. one win where you do something that you that is against everybody's approval and you win. Oh, you become a monster. I, from that moment, I was talking to Nico in the car about a business idea I was coming up with. That's all I do now is like jump out into the middle of the ocean because I won in. And so Mm -hmm. that was the monumental moment that taught me how to live life by faith. Interesting that a lot of people's story, even mine to an extent, desperation Mm. or some something traumatic pushed me to a point where i made a faith yourself right Mm -hmm. what you're saying is interesting because you were still very much successful and could have continued to pursue Mm -hmm. baseball Mm -hmm. so for people who are in this space where they understand that their purpose is beyond where they are planted right now but there's still a level of resistance because their will is stronger than their willingness to hear from god what would you say to them i would say that you if you want to get the same results that you're getting right now, just keep doing what you're doing. If you want to get extraordinary results, you have to go the extra mile mm. to try something new. Um, had I continued to try to play baseball, I would have gotten the same results. Rather, I make it to the big leagues or end up in Japan yeah. or wherever they, you know, or in the minor leagues. It doesn't matter, you know. Um <clears throat> Had I had I kept doing that, I would have ended up with those results. But I knew that if he's telling me that I that he wants to use me in the world, I'm gonna have to jump out of the boat, and nobody may understand you. So if you want to see something new, you gotta try something new, even if it's foreign to you, or even if no one else agrees with you. Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. What did that voice sound like? Because a Ooh, lot of people, a lot of people, deep talk in the good. studio. Because a lot on. of people don't know when. God is speaking to them. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. they're not sure if this is the way he's so, supposed to go. Now, how did you figure out I'm taking over? Yeah, you know, no, that's, no, good. that's that's Let no, me that's tell good, y'all man. something. <laughs> this good. is a free, safe space. I like that because we're having a conversation. Yeah, this okay. isn't an interview. That's good. This is fellowship. No, so that, please. That, that's good. So so it's not to me, it wasn't like an audible voice. So when I say I hear God on me, like he was like I want you to stop playing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Look, Quit no, now. Yes, no. It was more of a unction on the inside, like mm. a movement, like where you like where you're driving in the car and you like, I, I don't, I don't know why, but I'm gonna make a left right here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, it's it's just as easy as that. But 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 the but the desire to make that left is so strong that you like I cannot go straight. Yeah. Ain't right. And everybody else in the car is like. But the the, 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 the the place is right there. Just go straight. No, I got to make a left right here. Whew. And everybody's like, no, that's how it was. And then I and then I even had a dream one night. I was staying with my aunt because my mom and dad, I had gotten to it with them so bad about me no longer playing baseball. Wow. That I had to get out. So I went over. My aunt said, you can stay here for a little while until you figure it out. You know, you can't stay too long because, you know. 
So I stayed. I had a dream one night. And in that dream, I saw people with their hands lifted. But I knew they weren't from America because I was looking out. I said, these people don't look like me. And they don't look like they from here. And when I woke up, I went and told my aunt about it. I was so excited. My aunt was like, she, she was like, oh, okay, baby, that's good. <laughs> I felt like, and when I went back up to my room, I was like, dang, like, maybe that wasn't you, God. You I know, the reaction I wanted. Yeah, I wanted that reaction. Like, you're going to get it now. No, yeah. but that is to me. And, and even in that, I learned how to hear the voice of God. Like, mm -hmm. that is how he moves. Like, so, so it's just like, oh, man, I don't even really want to talk about this, but I'm going to talk about it. But... The, the young lady that was just murdered mm -hmm. in, in Cabo. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and I saw a lot of people saying this, and I agree with this, that we got to pay attention to when we feel something, or if we do, we don't, yeah. I don't know if she did or not, but if we feel something in us that says, something ain't sweet about this person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. like yeah. this person really don't, they may not mean me well, but that even is a voice and a leading yes. of God. That that you yes. don't just you don't hear good things. You don't hear <laughs> good things without the voice of God. So yeah. that's and that 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 kind of trained my ear. So now if we in the car, even when we talking, I'm always hearing him say whatever it is. You know, he may be saying, "All right, Todd, that's enough. Y'all going too far. Y'all mm -hmm. talking about something y'all shouldn't be talking." You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. What y'all doing, you know? So yeah. Yep. Wow. <laughs> You got a question for Nico before I before I continue? Yeah. I like this. It's like a little bromance they got going on. I'm just making sure. I'm just trying to place, trying to find a place for me to fit in. Hey, the only conversations I have with my like friend for real, like on yeah. daily basis, yeah. we talk like this yeah. about things. Now we're not just on the surface area mm -hmm. of stuff. Yeah. Like we actually talk about things that you know, majority of most men don't talk about how they mm -hmm. feeling, mm -hmm. and that's you know something that. Uh, as men, we got to fix, but... Yeah. He blessed we, me today. We talk about it, you know, everything. He blessed me in the car today. So when I, when I, yeah, I landed in the airport and I told him, he told, he just brought up that as a man, he said, it, it, he said, man, it bothered me when my dad and my mom got a divorce when I was mm. younger. He mm. said, because I just wanted my dad to always be there. Man. Wow. That, it encouraged me. I just, and I stopped him. I said, you just blessed me. Hmm. You, you really blessed me. That was a word from God for me just because... It just confirms how because everybody in the world they want they want to make you believe that a two parent mother and father home is not as relevant anymore. You want to preach or not? You, you can, you can like preach. They, they want to yes, be like, they can. well, that that ain't it ain't really about that. Mm -hmm. I said no, it really is. If if Absolutely. I started something with somebody mm -hmm. and I brought something into this world, the safest place for them. And I'm talking mm -hmm. about two uh, coherent and active parents. I'm not yeah. talking about somebody abusing somebody. That's not what I'm saying. But but the safest place for those children is with the both of us. Mm -hmm. And and um, and um that just blessed me. When he told me that, it just encouraged me because it's like, Todd, you have a role to play mm. for the rest of your life with both your wife and those children. My role is solidified. I got something to do. And I can't let the society the way they saying, well, you could, you know, you sometimes it just don't work. No, I have to make this because does it, that. I have mm. a responsibility. You just said something key. Yeah. Society says. Yes. Whew. If we listen to society. <laughs> yeah, we'd be all over the place. Because they don't I know. I wouldn't even be sitting you here talking me? to y'all. They going crazy at this point. We ain't gonna get too. We ain't gonna. We're not gonna be too hard on the people. This we, is good one. This we'll is we'll reserve that. But I do want to talk about do good things, Nico. Yeah. Your foundation. Um, how did it first come about for you? And what are some of the things that you're very excited about that you guys are doing right now? Okay, so 
I'm gonna try to make it quick for you. No, what? Okay. look, however long rush. you need, okay. because so. good, you can't try to say you can't say I'm gonna make this quick for you for for a foundation that's called Do, Do Good, good things. things. Got you. Share the good news. So, um, I always. I've always had a big heart mm -hmm. and wanted to do things, and I see something and I want to help. Um, and so I remember uh, my mom was watching Lifetime Movie Network. Were you Every, watch, Were you I, watching it with her? Or you just no, she, you were watching no. Lifetime movies. <laughs> hey, can, listen, they got some good movies. <laughs> they got some good movies on there. Give them a shot. Don't do that. Don't do that. No, so. I had came over to my mom's house, and she was watching it, and they had a documentary about Flint. Mm-hmm. Mm. When we were talking about things lining up, I ended up signing with Detroit. Yeah. Wow. And I told my mom, I could have I'm going to do something. Mm. Now, I'm a rookie. <laughs> and everyone knows that rookies don't make much. Mm -hmm. We're speaking in the world of sports. The first thing I wanted to do was go to Flint, and I gave – truckloads like big rigs of cases of water because they still had the water situation going and people stopped talking about it and thought it was gone because I did until mm -hmm. I saw the documentary. Yeah. So from that point I was like okay it's, it's still going on so let me let me figure out something how I can help in some way. So the PR team set it up and um, I went out there for an hour to pass out the big cases of water yeah. to people. When you, if you could see this line of cars Hmm. It's, they've been waiting for hours, wow. circling around the church, out of the church. They've waited for hours just to get wow. these cases of water, right? Unbelievable. And so I'm coming out my pocket. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is out rookie. Yeah. This is a rookie's pocket, right? I still got to take care of my spot in Detroit and home. Wow. Right? And so I'm sitting there like, it doesn't matter to me because mm. something's telling me I need to be doing this. Something's telling yeah. you, huh? There you go, right? Yeah. Yep. And so we get to 2019. I go and do it again. It was an area thing for me. And at not only Flint, now Detroit as a city had a problem. So now the kids that are playing football, they're in the heat not being able to have water. Mm. So I did Flint and I did Detroit. Coming out of that pocket. Yeah. I'm still, I haven't had my contract, right? And so... Everyone's getting word of me doing this. I get a check. I got like two or three checks get sent to me, mail from people. And I asked the guys, like, yo, so what am I supposed to do with this? Yeah. <laughs> How are these people knowing that this money now is going to go? But people starting to send me That's money. So good, man. And so I'm wow. like, well, okay. And they're saying, mm. they're saying, you know, we know it's going to a good place. With, That's where Boyd comes into play. Yeah. Boyd had a foundation. Yep. I went to Boyd. I said, I said, Matthew, how do I start a foundation. I know you have one. How do I do this? And so he basically started breaking it down to me. We get a 2020 coronavirus hit. Mm -hmm. A lot of time in my hands. Um, and that's when I put it in motion. I talked to my financial advisor. He got the lawyers in play. They, they're they working towards and we've got it done. Only thing we needed was a name. Mm -hmm. That's where my, my fiance came up. Your last name's Goodrum. Wow. <laughs> You can tie that in. You're doing what? You're doing good things. Do good things. I love it. And it's man. just like, mm. come on, wifey. She wow. came through. I said, what? <laughs> Let's go with it. Boom. So it got set up. And so that's how it came about. 
is that it started before. It wasn't just let me start a foundation because mm-hmm. I'm in sports. It started, I was doing the works already. And this is the able where once I started getting those checks from other people, now you can actually get a tax write-off from this if you go ahead and you mm-hmm. want to donate. You have a place where you know it's going to, and we're telling you everything from the website, dogoodthingsinc.org. That's the website, guys. However, we're telling you everything, that is, the events that are coming mm-hmm. up, how you can donate, where the money is going, and then you get a tax write-off at the end of the day for it. And so that was basically how the foundation came about, and it's just so we can serve the – the communities where you know wherever the need is, and and that's kind of what I want to do. And so whatever city I'm in, playing, meaning if I go out here and I'm playing for the Atlanta Braves, mm-hmm. or if I'm playing for like I was with Detroit, I was with Houston, I'm taking care of that community, whatever mm-hmm. in that community, mm-hmm. as well as back home. <laughs> and so, at, so at that point, I'm trying mm-hmm. to figure out, and I I get with our t- the, whatever the team, I get with their PR, and I said, what's the problem? And let me go find it because the umbrella for my foundation is humongous. Where I can have a baseball camp, and a gospel, gospel concert, food drive, back to school. Like we're doing all this. And so giving back water to Flint. And so those yeah. things, that's what I wanted to do. And that was the basic thing I said. The first thing I said, I need for this foundation to be able to do whatever the community needs. Not just for, for shelter women, not just for you know, the better kids, not for just that. Because we're going to take care of that as well. I need yeah. to be able to extend my arms to every single person. So that's what the foundation that gives me, you know, the platform for. Nico, it's interesting. You and, and Todd, you talked about this too, just faith. You started out in obedience, not really, under, not really knowing that's what you were doing. Mm-hmm. And to an extent, a certain level of sacrifice had to be made. You okay. giving money, you like, I don't even know how I'm going to get this back. I don't know how to do it. And all of a sudden, look at that sowing and reaping principle. When you say a sacrifice... I told someone that um, I had to let people know the difference between convenience and sacrifice. Yeah, and there's so a huge difference. I um, I look what got me as far as career wise, my physical wise mm-hmm. ability. I sacrificed so much. I didn't care the distance. I didn't care what I had to do. I sacrificed. Got to the big leagues. Been for five years, right? And Okay, I'm gonna get my I'm gonna get a trainer to come to the gym at my house, and I'm gonna just yeah come on over here. So you start to see I'm showing you Nico. I'm that's what I'm not listening though. Mm-hmm. I'm showing you you get oh you got a little injury this year right. Next oh you got another injury, but you want to be convenient, but that's not how I've Ooh. had your life set up lined up. Yeah. It's all about sacrifice, and so at that <laughs> point now I'm able to tell. A testimony of yep. sacrifice. So you see me, you like, dang, people like, dang, Nico, you drive an hour every morning to go train. Yeah. yeah. I, I, for some reason, I'm supposed to be at this, I feel mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be at the gym. Yeah. Getting this work with this trainer, with this speed coach, with this chiropractor, with this. Mm-hmm. So I get up at six in the morning. I do it to yeah. get on the road to make the hour, hour and five drive to Marietta. But that's part of the sacrifice that I'm like, I'll sacrifice. And so I'm kind of wow. learning to get back to that sacrifice so role true. over convenience because it's very convenient for that trainer to drive to me. I ain't going to yeah. lie to you. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to keep real. Like, right. mm. what time? All right, man, I'll you know, wake I'll get up, up when yes. you tell me 10 minutes out. <laughs> you know, and that's real. Yeah. I'm going to wake up when you're 10 minutes. Yes. 10 minutes out, I'll, be, I'll how, get the gym ready. How you All just right, jumping man. out the bed with 10 minutes of spare yes. or jumping a whole workout? <laughs> 
Well, Can I, I guess that's, I guess it's being a pro athlete. I'm just, but no, that's just losing. That that's you losing sight of just. Mm. That's so good. And so, but I'm realizing like, no, nah, let me bring you on back, huh? There it is. Now you realize I'm realizing that oh, the sacrifices that I put in, I was no, here. I was no longer sacrificing. So what good is it for me to have this? That I'm gonna take. I can take this away now. Mm. That thing ministering to me. I'm, I'm no longer away, sacrificing. That so thing what is good is ministering to me? That would was y'all. That's ministering to me. Sacrificing is a prerequisite. It think, that thing will preach all for the, way the promise. Three. If you want to access the promise, you have to sacrifice and to and to maintain it. You have to continue. Because sometimes we think one sacrifice. Oh, I, Lord, I, I gave that up. Come on, marriages. When uh, what I got? Uh-oh. You, I got you. Know what I mean. Uh-oh. I got. I, I did this to get you. Oh, I, 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 I had to adjust my jacket. <laughs> uh oh. I did all this sacrifice to get you. Man. When I got you here, let's just get convenient. Man, mm. I ain't got to do all of that. But then you wonder why I'm we're talking stuck to myself, in ruts. To me, huh? We're stuck in ruts because come on, man. We you're never gonna arrive. Come and on, I think once man. we really tap into that foundational principle, perpetual sacrifice. It's possible. Oh, and man. then access to the full promise, the full destiny that God has for That's you will happen. That is a word. It's a guarantee. You can never stop if you want mm. to continue to be the best. That what you I'm can't. Lying, you. It's not possible. Can't. How can people stay connected with you guys on social media? Because uh, the conversation going to continue. And I think people are going to want to connect with you after this. I'm on Instagram, Nico Goodrum 28 It's very simple. You just type in my first and last name. You'll find me. I am as well. Todd Delaney, um, everywhere. And it'll pop up. Y'all had a good. I, I, we had to do this again. It's all right. This is a good time. We we might have made a whole other show out, out of yeah. this, but that's that's offline. Content, I content. love y'all. Love it. I told you all it was going to be powerful, right? I want to thank Todd and Nico once again for their transparency and just really being open to having a conversation with me not just an interview that was a conversation so i hope that it blessed you it blessed me real good and i hope that you share this episode and this interview with others because i really think that it is it could be life-changing and it also brings me to just a thought nico talked a lot about his organization and all that he's doing and the intentionality behind it and it makes me think where do our intentions lie when it comes to serving other people and what a great time to even talk about this as we're knee deep in the holiday season Christmas is right around the corner and we're thinking about what we're going to get or what we're going to give to our family members or friends or you know our spouse or someone we're dating but how much do we really think about what we're going to give to people who we don't know this season who may be less fortunate who may be struggling who may have a need and so really really thinking about that makes me want to just impress upon myself and you this holiday season let's really think about intention let's be intentional about helping someone else someone that we don't know and it could happen you could ask someone that you know hey do you know somebody who has a need this season I want to serve I want to I want to help them out we often assimilate and associate the Christmas season with joy And it is a joyous time. And I've come to find that joy can also be found in serving others. It could even be given of your time if you feel the desire to volunteer. But I want us to really just take some time to reflect and think about and even pray about if that's what you do. What can I do for someone else in this season? 
There's so many things that are happening in our lives and multitasking. We get so busy that we just look forward to the holiday break (laughs) so we can sit down somewhere. But my thoughts are the complete opposite. Let's get up. Let's get out here. Let's do something for someone else. Let's change some lives. And in talking to Todd and Nico, I was so inspired. I was inspired to really step out of what Cherie needs and wants and desires and more intrigued with what Cherie can help to provide someone else who may not have otherwise had that opportunity. So those are just my thoughts during this season. Yes. Let's rest and restore. Let's spend time with family and friends. Let's give gifts to our family and friends and loved ones. Let's be excited about receiving gifts, right? But let's also really think about, even if it's just one person, one gift, one family, what have you, giving a gift to someone who we don't know, or if we do know them, they have to have a need and being able to serve that person during this season to help fill that need. Just a thought. Thanks so much for listening. This is Just a Thought, hosted and produced by yours truly, Sheree Nicole. Just a Thought is now available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. And make sure you subscribe, share, download, and rate this podcast if you love what you've heard. You can follow the Just a Thought podcast on Instagram at Just a Thought Show and on Twitter at Just a Thought Win. That's W-I-N. You can also follow me, Sheree Nicole, on Instagram and Twitter on the same handle, Sheree underscore Nicole, S-H-A-R-I underscore N-Y-C-O-L-E. Just a thought, just a thought, it's my opinion, it's just a thought, just a thought, get out your feelings. Mean Old Lion Media, where black and brown voices truly matter. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.